Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room bringing you a Big Ten kickoff special. We've got former Ohio State Buckeye Terry Garrison in the locker room. Yes, that is my father. Dad, how's it going? Good, good. Good, glad to have you in here, man. This man played for Woody Hayes back in the heyday. He was right there next to Woody Hayes on the infamous punch. We're going to get into uh, some stories from the old days, maybe talk about the uh, the cu- coming season for the Buckeyes, excuse me. Um, and uh, first off, shout out to our Pick'em winner for week six, actually my girlfriend. Uh, she won our $510 pot, so week seven is open now. Get your picks in by Thursday. Rigged. It wasn't rigged. I gave her one piece of advice, and it was to pick the fucking Bengals. I was with you, Chad. She said you told her to pick the Browns. Why? I had a feeling the Browns were going to win. Um, so she is going to take me out to a nice dinner and get my nails done. Uh, <laughs> so that was it. Uh, we actually hit 500 Facebook likes today. We were pushing that. We've got a contest coming up. I'm going to give you the details here really, really quickly. I'm going to put out a post tomorrow. You're going to share that post, tag two of your friends, and then on that post, predict the winner of Sunday's Bengals-Browns game with the total points scored. The closest person that gets the the winner correct and the total amount of points without going over will win a $50 gift card to their choice of Frickers or Roosters. So who you got there, Terry? Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I got to go with the Bengals. I know. (laughs) Homer. I always pick against them. That's my strategy. Yeah. So let's ju- let's jump right into the good stuff. Uh, Big Ten football kicks off uh, this coming Saturday, and I know you're excited because you don't give a shit about the Bengals. You don't give a shit about the Browns. You are a Buckeye at heart, and uh, it's it's fun watching games with you. But with the COVID, all this COVID going on, Ryan Day's second year, you're getting a lot of uh, of great players back there. I'm real excited to watch Josh. Myers, see the the Berg boy. He's yeah. he's, a, he's a he's a mauler man. He's tough. Um, he's he tough. is. He's tough as nails. He's going to be a top ten draft pick in my opinion. Probably. So how do you think that they're going to do this year? Well, with Justin, personally, I think Justin's going to win the Heisman. Uh, I don't too. think there's a better quarterback in college football right now. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be undefeated. Yeah, and, I, and they'll be. It'll be them in Alabama and then them and Clemson again. Yeah. Clemson, to me, is the team that looks tough right now, you know, in the little bit of football that we've gotten to watch. But one thing that I've noticed, college football just isn't the same without the Buckeyes playing every Saturday, you know? Oh, I know. It sucks. The Big, <laughs> the big Ten in general. Yeah. I mean, I mean let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. And I'll yeah. admit, even not even watching Michigan lose, you know, that, Fuck that you. fucking team's a bunch of losers, <laughs> but – you know, but no, but in all honesty, it's it it's nice to see the Penn States play. It's nice to see the Michigans and you know the, uh, uh, Minnesota now. Minnesota yeah. last year was great, and that's going to be a good opening test there for Michigan. Uh, you know, they have Minnesota, but that uh, that uh, that has been a uh, it's just a fun conference. Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten. I mean, you can't beat it. I no. mean, everybody's big SEC bullshit and all that, but the Big Ten's football. Right. I mean, right. that's down home football. It is. It's it's good stuff. So, Drew, what do you want to ask your dad that you never asked him before? 
I feel like I probably know almost all of it from over the years, but what I wanted to do is get you in here, and we got a lot of Buckeye fans that listen to us, obviously. We're in the the heart of it. Um, so I'm going to let you tell the story from your perspective of how me, your youngest son, became a Michigan fan with you playing for – you're wearing a hat from what year? 1977. He's got a hat on from 1977. We're going to post a picture of it. From Woody Hayes himself, this man lives and breathes Ohio State football. How did me, your loving son, become a Michigan fan? Tell it like it is. Well, it was a high State-Michigan game. We're watching the game. You were about five years old. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you did something to piss me off. So I cracked your ass one time. <laughs> and from that point on, you've been a Michigan fan. And I will say this, though. You are a true fan. You know about everything there is to know about Michigan. So. I was innocent that day. You whooped my ass for no reason. Nah, that's not true. If that was true, I'd be in jail. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me say something from uh, a friend of the family for a long time now. But I honestly think that Drew might like the Buckeyes at heart. There's something about you playing there. Now, you know, and I, I know he likes Michigan, uh-huh. but I think that Drew – truly likes to see the Buckeyes do good. I don't know if that's because you're his dad and you've played there. I don't know. Maybe Drew can he'll, – he'll probably never admit it, but I think at heart he likes the Buckeyes a little bit. You've you, His dad's friends have told me this over the years. They all say, at heart, at heart you like the Buckeyes. I don't, man. I fucking don't. They're fan, it's the fans more than anything. It's like you with the Bengals. It's the fans. You, Not you, Dad, of course, but so many Ohio State fans are just like fucking Pittsburgh fans. They're delusional. <coughs> Delusional. Listen, at heart, everybody knows you're a Buckeye. Oh, get the <laughs> you fuck live out. the state. Get out of my and house. And the reason you haven't switched back over to a winning team is because your team's a bunch of losers. Why would I switch? Your team is a bunch of losers. Yeah, so if I really liked Ohio State, why wouldn't I just come out of the closet as an Ohio State fan? Because then yeah, he's, he's kind of too too far into it now. Right. I mean, from five years old to now, you've been a Michigan fan. And 23 it'd be, years. It'd be embarrassing for There's you. Too many receipts on Facebook. Too many pictures. No. I, 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 I don't know what it is, man. I just can't fucking stand them. I, I've rooted for them before. When they played Oregon in the national title, I wanted you to win one because that was the first one since uh, the Trestle era. Trestle, fucking scumbag, by the way. Um, but and Harbaugh's the answer in Michigan, so go no, ahead. No, he sucks. I'm, I'm not on the Harbaugh train. I am not on the Harbaugh train whatsoever. <laughs> but we always have fun with it, so we, we, we talk a lot of shit. So we, we've got some questions for you, so – Let's start off right up the top. This is what we've we've kind of promoted a lot. You got to the chance to get coached by, in my opinion, the greatest coach in Buckeyes history, Woody Hayes himself. And and I know from being around you, you have a special place in your heart for Woody, correct? He's like a second dad. I mean, he was so incredible. I mean, he could make you feel an inch tall or 100 feet tall within a minute. Okay. And the guy actually cared. I don't care if you were a little peon like me or if you were the starting running back. He cared about every one of those players. And that's – you don't find that anymore. Right. You just That's don't. not in every coach. Definitely no. not with Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, so he's like a second dad to you. What was it like being coached by him? Like what was he – like somebody wanted the question. I'll just jump right into this question because I, I, I want to know. What was it like? week of 
I don't know, even the Michigan game, or we, it just feels like Woody would be so intense, just he, so in the book, just like getting you guys prepared. Every week he was insane. I mean, just insane in practice. I mean, if you did something wrong, man, you were your ass was done for for at least ten minutes. <laughs> and then, but Michigan game, man, you really were afraid to say hi to him. I mean, he was that tense about it. Wow, that that's crazy. And and you know that kind of comes back to the rivalry now. You know, we had a I had a buddy at work who wanted you to answer a question. His name is Matt, and you know. To you, that rivalry game is everything. You know, you want to beat Michigan so bad. Like, I mean, you could we could probably lose the rest of the season as long as we won that game. But is the rivalry the same as what it once was? Because let's let's just be honest. Let's 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 call the the, the ace what it is. We whoop their ass every hold year. Hold on, a lot of people that listen to this that see us on Facebook aren't old enough to know. The true history of this. He's seen years where Ohio State couldn't beat Michigan for a decade, too. Yeah. I just want to. Yeah. So I do. don't flex too hard now because the coin can go on the other side. The rivalry between coaches, though, I don't know if there's ever going to be a better rivalry than Hayes and Schimbeckler. Oh, yeah. no, I really I don't, don't. I don't think so. Well, and they loved each other. Well, I mean, it, it could have maybe have been Harbaugh, but he can't win a damn game. Yeah. It was supposed to be Harbaugh. Yeah. I mean, because you have an ex. Somebody who really knows the rivalry, and then Drew can, you know, step to this here. But and then Harbaugh comes in and takes down the clocks, right? He took down the countdown clock. There was always a countdown clock, and they're all over Ohio State's facility. I've seen yep, them. Yep. But there was a 365 day a year clock that used to be Harbaugh just put it back in, but it's too fucking late. But there used to be a clock in the Michigan locker room and all over their facility that said how many days, hours, minutes, seconds until the Ohio State game. And that was always part of Michigan history. And Harbaugh came in with this bullshit, well, the next game's all that matters. Well, that's when you're playing anybody else. That clock just came back, I think, last year, and it's too little, too fucking late. And there's still one at Ohio State's facility. I've seen it on videos. Yep. yep. It's ridiculous. So in your, so can the rivalry – is the rivalry what it once was, or is it – it just can't be that anymore? Do you still see it as that? I think between the players, it's still there. Okay. I mean, because – you ask any Ohio State or any Michigan fan, their top priority, and it's to beat Ohio State or beat Michigan. That's never going to change with the kids. The staff, I don't think it's ever going to be the same. Yeah. It just, you know, obviously, and like Drew said, you know, you've seen, you know, points where the Buckeyes can't win can't win that game for a long period and John Cooper we're going through that now you know we're going through that now to where it don't matter who the coach is for Michigan they, they just can't, they beat, can't the beat the Buckeyes yeah. I, I just I wonder if 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 Michigan the school is just you know just being surpassed by you know the Ohio States and the Clemsons and the, and the Alabamas and you know they no. just can't they don't have the recruits. Yeah, they just can't they're, recruit they're the way the recruits, that, that these man. top okay. – yeah, exactly. Re- recruiting – That's I, what I'm okay. saying. I That's thought you I'm meant saying. like the academics because Ohio State lets no. in fucking idiots. Michigan, no, you got to be no. smart we're enough talking to go straight, there. We're talking recruiting, recruiting straight football players, you know. So, you know, why would a, a talented kid want to go to Michigan over Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson? Like, you know, it's just – just right now, you know, it, unfortunately it is what it is. Yeah. And they need somebody to fix it, and it's not fucking Harbaugh. I've been saying fire that fucker for two years. That's probably three. Once he loses again this year, if they keep him, you better lose all faith in that school. I 
I time to hop. Year. It's time to hop back on the train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would sell my soul to Satan before I did that. You already have. <laughs> and then I know you had some some. We had some questions here lined up, and I know you had some, and you know people from Facebook wanted to uh, you know ask Terry some questions here. So yeah, I sent him over a couple to kind of prep him just because I know he uh, hadn't been on in front of the mic before. But so what I want to know is tell me the craziest Woody Hayes story you have besides the Arch Schleister situation, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Aside from that, what's the craziest shit you ever saw him do or say? Or Well, it was practice. And let me think. Rod Gerald was our quarterback in 1977. Okay. So he screwed up, and Woody goes over and wants to slap him up beside the helmet. The good he, old days. Yeah, and he just started blocking Woody's hands and laughing. And the next thing you know, Woody is biting his own hand, which he had done before, <laughs> before I was there. He had bit his own hand clear through right below the thumb in the thick meat. So just They had to take him to the hospital to get sewn up. <laughs> so Woody bit himself. Yeah. He got yeah. so pissed. Yeah, he's so pissed Man. At, at Rod Gerald. That he just went ballistic. You know, hand. some people might call that crazy. I would call that the good old days. Like oh, I oh, miss yeah. that shit. Oh yeah, I miss that shit. You go yeah. up and hit a kid upside the helmet today, and they're gonna file a complaint. Yeah. And oh yeah, god, you won't leave the field unless it's yeah. you know in handcuffs. Yeah, that that is that is definitely the good old days. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was crazy. I've never heard that story before. You know, so that's the- that wasn't the first time he did it. He did it. <laughs> I mean, it's before I was there, but he had done it before. Yeah, and you were there what four years? Two, two Just years, two. two years. So that's so yeah. So he's probably the craziest person you've ever met. Yeah, <laughs> but the most, ca- me. but one of the most caring persons I ever met too. I mean, right? It's just it, it's just him. Right, and I, you know, when when you say, you know, you he could make you feel an inch tall and then make you feel like a giant, you know, a minute later, like that hits home, you know, because that's. That's what a good coach does, in my opinion. Right. You know, yeah, instead absolutely. of this baby bullshit, you know. Yep. You, you should be slapped down when you make a dumb play, and then you should be brought up when you make a good play, you know, that, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and he could do it. Like I said, he could do it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it. And I, you, t- you used to tell me growing up, you said there's God, there's Jesus, then there's Woody Hayes, right? <laughs> Is oh, that yeah. the order? Yeah, yeah. I got another question from Facebook. Aaron Lake said he demands this question be asked, otherwise our podcast is fake news. He said, does he make his traitor son sit at the kids' table on holidays? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you the story about the, the Ohio State Mission game every year, wherever we're at. Yeah, wherever we wherever go. Wherever we go, whoever wins, the, uh, the loser has to wear the other's jersey. So he's probably wondering, so, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, does he have to sit at the loser's table? Yeah, <laughs> he does. Yeah. We he, make a special place for him. He, he, can't, he can't sit with Buckeyes. You know? No, he's just, no. It's, got, it's close to the door, though, so I can go out and smoke real quick. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, a lot of people, that was, that was a lot of the question. Everybody knew. We just told him a former Buckeye was coming on, but I think everybody knew it was going to be you. Um, and the biggest question was, how do you deal with Drew? And <laughs> <laughs> he's a good kid at heart. He's just got s- shitty taste in teams. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm a Bengals fan too. So, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I make shitty decisions with football teams. Clearly. <laughs> so, I want to get into um, 
probably the most famous story that we've heard. Um, pictures of you all over ESPN when they show it, videos. It's hanging up at the wall at Ziggy's and everything. So let's go into the 78 Gator Bowl. Paint me the picture of how you were three feet away from maybe the most – one of the most famous mem- moments in Ohio State history. Well, it was going to be the winning drive. It really was. I mean, if we'd have scored, games are, because there was only a minute and a half, a little maybe minute 50 yeah. seconds left in the game. And uh, I'm just standing there, and Schleister threw that interception to, um, what was his name, Billy Bowman or Bowman. Bowman, yeah. Bowman. And he just came over, and it, I mean, Woody went into one of his little – frenzies and reached up and hit him and punched him right in the fucking throat yeah and did, we're, did we're, he say something to woody or uh, no he just sort of stared at him like ha ha motherfucker <laughs> well don't <laughs> do that guy. to him <laughs> you know so woody punched him and we're everybody's standing on the sign like what the hell just happened and then everybody starts running out on the field for this big fight and i'm standing there I was like, well, shit, I'm going to go out there and get involved in this. <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> shit, it's last yeah. time I'm going to be around it. <laughs> get your moment in. Yeah. So he just hauled off and just fucking socked that dude. Yep, yep. So, what, so that happens. You go back to the locker room. Does he go back to the locker room with you, or, or, or how does that go? He, he went off to the side somewhere. I don't know where he went. So what the hell were you guys thinking when you go back to the locker room? You lost the game, obviously. Everybody's pissed about that. You lose the Gator Bowl, but – did everybody know, like, oh, shit, that's it? When oh, yeah. Done, or, yeah, uh, everybody. They knew if he didn't win that game because his record in bowl games hadn't been that great lately. Yeah. So everybody knew if he didn't win that game, he was gone. So he didn't want to coach anywhere else. He's like, fuck it, I'm going out with a bang. Right, exactly. <laughs> He's, I'm going out in Woody style. <laughs> so the locker room was very quiet. Everybody got dressed very quick. The flight home was very quiet. Oh, I can imagine. Very quiet. So did he ever say anything after that? Did he ever address he, the he, players? He did. He came and apologized to the players, uh, said, you know, I lost it, and there's no excuse for it. I'm done. I'm done. And now it's a part of history. Yep. That's it's, awesome. It, it's super cool because, like, I'll see – they'll play that on – on ESPN every now and then. I'm like, oh, shit, there's Dad, 51, like, bottom left-hand side. If you ever watch that, that's him. I'm like, oh, shit, that, I just think that's cool as fuck. I tell that to people all the time. I, <laughs> I have that picture saved on my phone just to show people. And just just let me put this out there, too. I was a nobody on team. I was a walk-on, but it was two of the best years of my life. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, You were a buck guy, fun, man. That's man. all that matters. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting here in a hat giving you from Woody. It's dirty as fuck. It's Ain't- held together with tape. It's never yeah. been washed. That came from Woody Hayes. I don't care if you played every snap or no snaps or whatever. That's cool as shit. His DNA is on here somewhere. <laughs> a lot is. I've had to wear it um, after wearing the or losing the bet. But I just want to point out, 2011, I do have a picture of him in a Michigan jersey. That's the only one I got. We man, that's that's been a while. We went, he's talking about 2011. He sounds like he sounds like a Steelers fan over here. <laughs> we, we went to Ann Arbor together with a, with my brother Mike, your other son, for the 2013 game. It was a crazy shootout. There was yep. a fight in a mall parking lot. You got a couple scrapes on your face, but it's all right. We made it out of there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we 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 have a lot of fun with it, and it's just it, I don't know. It's cool to just watch all that stuff and be like, oh, cool. So like, my family's directly in that history, even though it's for the history of you know the most insufferable fan base in the entire planet. Then we were at the motel up there. We met that Bell, 
that was the running back for Michigan back in 74, 75. Played against you in high school. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember he his played first at name. Troy. Yeah, he played His last name was Bell. Yeah. But we got talking to him at the bar. Then he invited us over to his tent the following day for the cookout before the game and stuff. And it was cool as shit. It really was. It was crazy that we ran into him in a hotel bar and he remembered playing against you in high school. That was that was nuts. Yeah. So did you get wasted in Michigan? The well, hell before. yeah. The <laughs> night before. <laughs> the <laughs> night before was, was rough. That 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 sounds amazing, and that sounds like what you would do. And there's I, I still probably blood else. stains up there somewhere. <laughs> the fucking hotel wall. Yeah, towels. yeah. He said I jumped up in the middle of the night screaming because I had cramps in my legs. I don't even remember that. <laughs> it was it was wild. It was fun. So so week one this Saturday at noon, right? Yeah, our game's yeah. at noon. Yeah. Michigan's plays at seven thirty. Ohio State, uh, N- Nebraska. I expect a, like a it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> Sixty point win. Yeah, I think that Ohio State is the team everyone is watching this year. Just the fight to to overcome this stupid ass season of COVID, and you know all the Buckeyes taking to tra- uh, Twitter, especially uh, Fields. Yeah, and I just think he's just going to come out and just tear the roof off that fucking place. And he, he will. He I, will. I, is it home? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to be close. Now I did see a thing that. The Big Ten's not letting in anybody except parents, so no fans oh, or nothing yeah. like that. There's but, no fans, I don't think. Right. Well, the, well, players, players, families. players, families, and coaches' oh, okay. families is okay. it. But I still expect a huge win. Yep. Now the next game, I mean, and the only other game this season we've got to watch is Penn State. Yeah. The following week. Yep. At Penn State. At Penn State. There won't be Night a whiteout though. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, you dodged a bullet there, but going going back to you know Fields and and, and Ohio State. I do have a degree of thanks to give to Ohio State because I truly do not believe the Big Ten would have football this year if it weren't for the Buckeyes. Because of the because of Fields and the other guys saying, hey, well, we ain't day, coming back. I just think the whole organization. Well, and Ohio State and Michigan both said maybe we just leave the fucking conference then. And that got yeah. their attention. I don't think that would ever happen. But, uh, but, it, it's, but a it's a good a threat. Nice, it's a nice to be able to throw it's your dick on the threat. table like that yep. because you lose Ohio State, the Big Ten's in deep shit. Yep. Just gonna want to one more thing here about about Woody Hayes here. This is the last question I got for you, but I'll never forget when me and you first started talking about Buckeyes and talking about Woody Hayes and and Bo and all them. And you told me this story uh, <laughs> about Woody Hayes was driving through Michigan and his car runs out of gas and. He's in Michigan, about a he, mile inside Michigan. <laughs> he pushes his car. Through Michigan because he will not no. buy gas in Michigan. Is that right? Is that how that That's went? absolutely correct. That right? That's a fucking crazy story, man. I mean that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is crazy. That's and the other one when they were beating Michigan like forty to oh, seven, forty to fourteen, whatever it was, they score, and he goes for two, and they ask, "Well, why'd you go for two? He said, "Because they wouldn't let me go for three. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> Peak Woody Hayes right there. That's that is peak Woody from from all the stories you've told me my whole life. That's amazing. Those are yeah, those are two of my favorite stories that uh you've ever told. Now I got some more favorites here because that that I needed that. You know, now I'm I'm pumped up. The Browns just lost big to the Steelers, so I don't I'm not sure how real we are. So I know every year I can count on the Buckeyes. So I I'm ready to go for Saturday and Saturday's just gonna be a, a, a good day. They called me see if I wanted to work Saturday. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know what this is? Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, so 
real quick while I have you here, would you bail me out if I beat the shit out of Zach Taylor? Sure. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. He blew a 21-point lead. Yeah, we can, yeah. We can get into that a little bit later, but – but I really, man, I, I appreciate it. this is one of the this is the coolest one we have ever done. The coolest episode, um, something that I want to keep forever and I can show my grandkids and all that shit as we get older. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. YouTube. You're going to be on all that, man. You got to, you know, show Nick. Nick's got to see it. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll let Lisa know when I get home. Yeah. And any autograph signings go through me. I'm his manager slash son. That's uh, right. He gets 1%. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you coming in, Dad. This was very fun, man, and uh, I love you, Pop. No problem. Love you guys. Hey, thanks, bud. Love you. No problem. So uh, that was awesome, man. It was really nice. We had, man, that was ta- fun. We've been talking about having my dad in here for a while now. It, and t- it only took us 37 episodes to do something. Well, you know, we were going to wait till closer <laughs> to football season, and then closer to football season never fucking happened because of COVID. So we, we got it now. Um, so let, let's get into how our teams did this week. <laughs> You want to bitch first? You want me yeah, to bitch first? Yeah, let me be the bitch first. You, <laughs> you don't got to be the bitch. You can just bitch. <laughs> Fuck Baker or thirty-eight to seven. Yikes! The Browns lose to the Steelers. They weren't even in it from the beginning. Uh, defense didn't play great. They didn't. I mean, they didn't play terrible. They they didn't play. I mean, somewhere between good and bad. Um, Baker sucked. Sucked bad. Yeah, it was rough. The, the Browns missed Nick Chubb. Like. I, do you remember when you and I were talking and I said, I think I like Hunt better than Nick Chubb? Yes. I don't. No more. Nick Nick Chubb is a bell cow, man. It just Nothing's been the same since he's been out. Now, this game Thursday against the Bengals, we have to win because if we lose to Vegas, we get that bye, and then Nick Chubb is back. So, we need, to, we, we need that, man. Odell going off on the sidelines, it was nothing. People trying to make something that it isn't. He, he wants to win. It really wasn't nothing. I mean, why you got your shoes off with eight minutes left in the game, though? Throwing they, your helmet Because they shit. told him he couldn't go back in and he wanted to play. That He, okay, wanted, okay. he wanted to be on the field. That's fair. Um, yeah, as far and, – and, and let me just put it on record here. I'm done with Baker Mayfield. Uh-oh. I'm done with him. Um, this Listen – when I say this shit and Bengals fans quote it, because I say it on Twitter and a Bengal fans quote it, this isn't me saying that Joe Burrow's better. Joe Burrow's done nothing yet. Okay? Can he be better than Baker? Absolutely. Okay? But I'm done with Baker. The Browns need to go out and get maybe like Matt Ryan is on the trading block. Um, Baker's just average. He's... He, He's not. He's not. He's Andy Dalton. Say it. That's what he's I was going to say. Dalton. Say it. And listen, I can't sit here. I, I can't sit here. And for years, and badmouth Andy Dalton, and talk about how uh, the Browns need to need, need to move on, or I'm sorry, the Bengals need to move on from Andy Dalton because he's just not good enough, he, you know, and, and he's never going to be good enough. And I did that for years, and at least at least he was going to the playoffs, but he he just couldn't get over the the primetime games, and he couldn't get over the big games, and that's where we're at with Baker Mayfield. Yes. He beat the Colts. Yes, he had a great first half, but he went back to old Baker in the second half. It's just he's not seeing the field. I don't know if he's too short. I don't know if Freddie Kitchens ruined him. I don't know what it is because he's just average right now. He's just average, and you're never going to win with an average quarterback. We've seen that with Garoppolo last year. He he just he, – he, he will be the reason we lose instead of being the reason we win. The Browns are going to make the playoffs. There's six more wins on there, Jets, Giants, Bengals. Uh, Jaguars. We're coming for your ass Sunday. You, you know Fuck what I'm you. saying? There's there's 10 or 11 wins that the Browns are going to get, and they're going to get into the playoffs as a late seed, but then the first round they're going to get waxed by a, 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 a second or, a second or, or a two, three, two or three seed is, what, is, is, is exactly what's going to happen. So 
you know, it's it'll be cool to watch him make the playoffs. Hopefully, hopefully it gets that far because I think either Baker or Keenum can can beat these these bad teams. They got the easiest schedule in the NFL right now, so they're they're going for ten or eleven. But I'm just done with Baker, man. I'm done. I mean, yeah, obviously, even if you don't have faith in Baker to win the game, you want your team to play the playoff game, whether or not you yeah, think they're going to win or not. But it, I've ne- I haven't been a big Baker hater. No, you haven't. Um, but part you of actually that, liked Baker. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked him a lot after his first year too. I liked his attitude, his demeanor. I think the cocky thing's kind of cool, but it's like okay when we said in here he he just shut up this offseason he just worked you didn't see the commercials you didn't see this well now i saw a thing on facebook it said baker mayfield on sunday touchdown passes one commercials 12 because he is still all over commercials he was just quiet about it, it. but and you that, get those from being so good as rookie season dude yeah, after oh yeah, his rookie sure. season i'm like thank god we finally found a quarterback after so long oh yeah for like, sure. where like, oh, is that guy like where, like that just goes to show you though. This is what, and this isn't me taking a, a swing at the Bengals because I can right here. One, this is it, man. One ruin can one season can ruin these oh, quarterbacks if, when they get knocked around like that. He didn't have a left tackle last season, and now he just his feet. His, I mean, he just he panics so much in the pocket. It's just like I wish he would just stay in there and, and just be like he was his rookie season. Yeah, I mean. And we've been talking about this a lot the past couple of days, me, you, and Austin. And and I'm with you. The Browns need to, and, and they're in that position where they're, they're going to make the playoffs. They're not going to be in draft position to draft a quarterback if they don't think Baker's the guy. They have this offseason to decide if they give Baker his fifth-year option or not. Mm-hmm. But he's going to – that's what – And Dalton, like you said, what if they make the playoffs? Then he's almost got them by the nuts. By the balls, yeah. And then what happens, you know? It, it's like the Dalton effect. Not good enough to get you over the hump, but not so bad that you know you have to move on. He's just good enough to keep you out of draft position to get a guy. There's never hardly any. By the way, he looked fucking terrible last night. Oh, Dalton? Yeah. yeah a primetime dalton yeah. is what I called it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a tough situation, but the Bengals took theirs for nine years. Do the Browns nip it in the bud after four or five, or do they, do they try to make it work? The I guess the advantage that the Browns have that the Bengals didn't the current front office didn't draft Baker. That right. was John Dorsey, right? Right, absolutely. And Dorsey's yeah. gone, so yep. you have that to your advantage. Like, is this Stefanski's guy? Is this Andrew Barry's guy? Right. You know, so, so that, that was John different. Dorsey's guy. If Dorsey was still there, he might try to force the issue yeah. to force his pick to be right because GMs don't like being wrong. Right. So you have that going for Now, you. let me just say this, too. I, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm bad-mounting the shit out of Baker because he's just average. He came into that Steelers game, top 10 in QBR, you know, he had like fucking eight touchdowns, the two or three interceptions. Like he does that against bad teams, though. What about the Colts? I think the Colts are not as good as we thought. Four, they were. four and two, man. They they beat the, they beat the Bears. They've beaten some Bears are five one. The, the Colts true. are going to be in the playoff run. The defense is legit, especially it's, when they get, they miss Darius Leonard. But. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's going to be what can Philip Rivers do for you? You know, uh, judging by Sunday. Let's get to that. The Bengals. <laughs> Up twenty-one to nothing. What is that after the first quarter? They're, come, well, they don't come back, and the Colts oh, come back and lose God that game. Damn it. What do you got to say? Fourteen minutes and fifty-six seconds remaining in the second quarter. So they had played fifteen minutes, four seconds of football. The Bengals kicked an extra point, went up twenty-one to nothing. So no shit. You told me. You said, hey, I think if I got a feeling the Bengals I, win today. I, I said, I, I, I said like, they got you know, a chance. No, I kind of do. I kind of do. I get it. So I'm like, oh, shit. Who who fucking died and replaced Zach Taylor? Where 
The play calls were good. The running game was setting up the pass. Burrow was looking sharp. Burrow hits a deep ball to yeah. T. Higgins yeah. deep down the sideline. The longest play for the Bengals in three years, yeah. I found out. I don't oh, remember yeah. the exact yard. It was a beautiful ball. It was a beautiful ball. And things are fucking clicking. We're over at your house. We're having a good time. Well, I'm having a good time. You're having a good time. <laughs> You're not having a good time. And then from that moment on, they played like a prevent defense, essentially. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they really went to just the first wave played about five to six yards off the line. They left about an eight-yard gap, and then you had your safeties and shit deep. Yeah, I didn't understand – the 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 prevent like you said you're like dude they're in a prevent they're in a prevent I'm in like, the second quarter in the second quarter and I'm like oh shit they are and and then I don't know and then Philip Rivers wakes up and the and the Bengals defense goes to sleep like they let him get I, a fucking I hate, rhythm I hate big leads man That's I fucking hate it, big it, leads it, it kind of sucks it does as it, weird it, as that may sound yeah, it sucks yeah but then. Uh, yeah, and then and then Philip Rivers, who hasn't diced up anyone all season, starts just dicing the Bengals up. They, they let him get into a rhythm because yeah. they gave him soft zone. Yeah, he gave him his underneath stuff. He gave him his passes to his running back, to his tight end. So, like you said, he was able to get in a rhythm. And now you have old Philip Rivers because, well, he's got his rhythm. He, yeah, and they just let him fucking do it. I don't understand what the fuck they were thinking. I, I just I, – I want to fuck Zach Taylor up. I posted I, – I got bored. I made a picture of me like – like a UFC promotion fighting Zach Taylor. You've been Saturday. on one, man. You've been going on. God damn it. I've been bored, man. I, I'm <laughs> finding out all this cool shit I can do on my phone. I'm like, ah, fuck it. But I, I just don't understand why you don't keep your foot on their throat. Do exactly what was working until it stops working. They didn't. It worked three times. They get a 21-point lead, and they go – They Zach Taylor started to play not to lose instead of playing to win. Keep your foot on the fucking throat. Yeah, you, you get, can never get conservative in the NFL. Get get 28 before half. Right. You know, score 28. They'll get more. I think they scored once. So, okay, going to half 28-7. Fine. But, no, they, they just sat there and let them do whatever they wanted. I read an article today that Lou Anarumo, the Bengals' defensive coordinator, calls the defensive plays on first and second down. And then when it comes to third down or pass rush situations, linebackers coach Al Golden makes the call. What? How in the fuck is that okay? Yeah, how is that? How can your defensive coordinator call I would like one to know if that's two? real. It was on Sports Illustrated from James Rapin. Um, he's a, he covers the Bengals. It, what it's, the fuck is it's that? It's a legit Sports Illustrated article. He said that people within the organization are saying this is how it goes. And I, and I trust him. He, he, he's yeah, normally I mean, right. Yeah, Sports Illustrated. That is crazy. What the fuck are you I've talking about? I've never heard of some shit like that. And, and, and we, look, give me Zach Taylor. Come here, motherfucker. All right? This is what he's done. His introductory press conference. He comes in. And he says, we're going to have great communication. Communication is going to drive this thing. This thing is going to be built on trust and communication. And then in his first season, you see bad communication and an argument with Bobby Hart. Yep. Bobby Hart didn't <laughs> want to be there, didn't want to come back, thought they mishandled his injury. Bad communication. Okay, there's some more communication issues with A.J. Green and his injury because he said that you know the organization wasn't really being upfront with him about what was going on at times. And he said that in a very quiet way. That's a communication issue. Okay, year one, we'll chalk those up at growing pains. You know, okay, we got our new quarterback, cool. Communication, communication, communication. We come in, now Carlos Dunlap's bitching about his role because he gets benched 
the day or the, on a Thursday practice before a Sunday game, they post up a new depth chart and he finds out he's not on it. Geno Atkins has played 19 snaps the past two games coming back from a shoulder injury, and he says that he doesn't need to be limited that much because of his shoulder. He knows his body. They've got the issue with A.J. Green coming on where today I saw that an A.J. Green trade may be in the cards. They've got this issue with John Ross wanting to be out, and I, I don't care if John Ross wants to go. So he can go pretty much Zach Taylor's kind of losing the team. Yes, there's the the communication, and I remember his introductory press conference. He said communication, communication, communication. Sean Williams and Darius Phillips, two starters on defense, on Twitter bitching about how they're being used. There's clearly communication issues with this guy that that has sold everybody on his communication. He's a he's a great salesman. He is. He's phenomenal. He talks very well. Talks a big game. But the fucking jig is up, dude. The jig is fucking up. He is one. 12 and one now in, in one score games, I think. Yeah. Um, that's not a fucking accident. And come, he blew a 21 point fucking lead. Like that just, that just against a bad offensive happen. team that came back and won, by the way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, yeah, their offense isn't really good. Phillip Rivers looked like dog shit for that first quarter. Yeah. They were getting after him, making yeah. him move. He, and they just stopped. They, and they stopped pass rush. And then, and then to end the game, I forget, what did you, what'd you guys lose by? Seven? Uh, yeah, six, seven, something like that. Joe Burrow gets the ball in his hand, game-winning drive, and I want your take on this. He steps up into a clean pocket. He had a lead out. He had a clean pocket a lot of that game. Yeah. He steps up into a clean pocket and throws an interception on the game-winning drive. Your thoughts? That was terrible. Bad that throw. Was, it was a terrible throw. Um, he he didn't see the safety. He thought he had Boyd wide open. I think for six. Um. And I'm going to chalk it up to the Colts wear blue uniforms. Their end zones are blue. I think he just blended in with the end zone. Bro didn't see him. <laughs> no, I'm just you. fucking around. Um, it was a bad throw. I mean, there, there's no there's no writing at all. But he shouldn't have been in that position. Yeah, he shouldn't no, have I, had to make that no, throw. I, no, now, I the agree. throw's on him. Don't get me wrong. But if that game was well coached or decently coached, they probably don't have to throw that last pass. And and, and obviously he's going to get a lot of the criticism because uh, a lot of people get mad at Bengals fans and how they talk about him and all that shit. And I, I did a little Facebook Live bitching about him on the drive home from your house just playing around. And, and Tyler Barnhart got on there and he said, oh, yeah, it's Zach Taylor's fault Burrow threw a pick. Well, it's not, but it kind of is because he shouldn't have had to have been throwing the ball to win the game so is after being up okay? 21 Mi- fucking points. Mixon gets dinged up in that. Is, is he all right? He had a right foot. He came kind of came in and out. Yeah, um, and then he was kind of out. He yeah. in and out, and then he was out. I haven't seen – I don't know if that was because because Geo kind of comes in more of the, the pass-down field sets than Mixon right. does. I think Geo's a little bit better of a blocker, uh, a pass blocker. So I don't know, a better but, catcher too. But I haven't – yeah, I mean, Mixon can catch, but Geo's a little bit better. I haven't seen anything that says that anybody should be concerned. Well, the about injury his report injury, for though. the Browns Bengals first one will come out tomorrow. Right. We know the Bengals are going to be without DJ Reader and Sam Hubbard, correct? Uh, I know Hubbard was for sure out this week. I don't know if he's. I, I think Z- Taylor said he expects him to miss a couple of weeks. Yeah. And and on the point of all the t- you know AJ maybe being traded, John Ross maybe being traded, everybody bitching about it. I'm glad this locker room mutiny that we have going on. I'm glad because. How even, you get rid of Zach Taylor. Even the most clueless front office can't ignore that. Right. Right. Even like you know, you know the biggest. Well, what did you uh, say? You know, he lost the locker room. You know. How do you come back from that? You get rid of all those guys? I don't right. think so. Exactly. I mean, look what happened that that Bengals game. One of the Bengals' two wins last year was the last game of the year against the Browns. Those players came out and they quit on Freddie Kitchens. Oh, absolutely. They laid down. Yeah, they and absolutely did. So I mean, a good coach is is big in the NFL. 
I know that I had said on here before, you know, what do you really gain by firing him in the season and having somebody else come up and do it? Who's going to do it better? I don't know. I think it should just be somebody. Look what happened when the Falcons fired Dan Quinn. Yeah, I just think it should be somebody. I Yeah, it don't matter. I mean, it's just kind of like how the Browns did with Greg Williams. All right, you're, you're going to take over the rest of the year. Like, yeah, you know, and whatever. I don't. I don't give a shit. They, yeah, who they, cares? You. They you said guys, you, at this point you want to lose anyway. Get that higher draft pick. Go get the, the fucking tackle out of Oregon. Penny Sewell. I yeah. hope so. But yeah, I mean, I know when they were looking for a head coach, Darren Simmons, the special teams coordinator, was a highly respected guy. His name came up. Let him do it. I don't give yeah, a fuck. Who gives a fuck? At this Fire point. Jim Turner too. He's a fucking idiot. And that's that's another thing. Zach Taylor came in and hired his buddy to be the offensive line coach. And I actually retweeted this on Twitter. They were comparing how the Browns line has gotten better over the last couple of years from you know not too long ago that they didn't have a very good line right. at all. Yeah. Um, they, now they got they, a top ten line. They were yeah they were struggling with their line. And the tweet was actually pretty damn spot on when you really get to thinking about it because it said you know remember when the Browns offensive line wasn't good? You want to know what helped make it good? Their coach didn't hire his buddy, Jim Turner. He actually hired a good offensive line coach in Bill Callahan, one of the best in the NFL. The best in the NFL. That's exactly part of the problem. Yeah. Zach Taylor hired his buddy. Frank Pollock was the Bengals O-line coach who was doing an all right job. It wasn't great. I will say this, though. Against the Jags, and well, it wasn't good against the Ravens, but this week the O-line didn't play bad. No, and they, they play good against teams that have no pass rush because I don't think the Colts have that great of a pass Not rush. A pa- they just, Buckner's uh, all right. Defense, yeah. um, but, but I think they just play overall we'll more see how, We'll see how well they are. Miles Garrett's back in town. We'll see if they're double-tripping teaming him again on Sunday. Jesus Christ! I don't even want to think. Well, about let's one. let's let's talk Fuck. about let's talk about a team that's that's winning a little bit here. Weirdly, we're all in this group text. We're all talking, and we all get the same message at the same time. The three and three Miami Dolphins, who is lighting it up right now with uh uh Fitz Magic, Fitz baby. Magic, and he's he just beat he beat uh he just beat the Jets. He beat the Jets, but who did he beat the week before that? Was the oh, it was the Forty ers A good defense. Yeah. So uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's lighting them up. We get this breaking news alert that because the the Dolphins are on a bye and they are going with Tua, they are making the switch at quarterback at three and three, second in the in, uh, AFC East, and are making the change over to Tua. I don't agree with it, but but I, I've been on record of saying I don't agree with it, but I get it. I think Tua suck is going to suck, but. You're three and three. You're in second place in your division. You're contending for a playoff spot. I don't know if you change your quarterback, but what that tells me is their plan was Tua starts after the bye from the start. No matter, no matter what. And if that was the plan, and that okay, so if and Brian, props to them. And I because I love Brian Flores. I like Flores amazing too. coach. So if his plan is if he comes out and says the plan was to give you know let Tua do whatever. It didn't matter how bad Ryan was. It didn't matter how good he was after the bye. The plan was to go to it. Then I'll be like, I will respect that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I get because, it. Well, because but what if he goes in there and he shits no, the bed? No, listen. Fitzpatrick isn't the future. He deserves more respect though. He's he a does. great fucking teammate. He, he, he's a great teammate. He's a great coach. He's great for a young quarterback. And I and I agree that he deserves more respect. But maybe he even knew going in because look how he acted when Tua went in at the end of that game. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, he's throwing his hands up. up, getting getting it hyped up. Maybe he knew. You know, maybe he is that Josh McCown Bridge quarterback that everyone like and. It's, see, you think two is going to suck. I think two is going to be good. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know how great it'll be. Um, I, I just don't agree with it at the time, just because the Dolphins are are in a groove right now, man, and they are playing some fucking great football. But uh, what is it, December sixth, Burrow versus Tua? 
I think December sixth we get Burrow versus Tua, and then December twelfth we get Dalton versus Burrow. So it's going to be a that's going that's going to be a, a and, December for you. And coming out of nowhere is Justin Herbert. I think Tua is going to be worse than Burrow and Herbert. Oh, you oh you think Tua is the bot? Yeah, you've never really liked Tua. Yeah, I just I, I, small lefty bunch of injuries, bad knees, bad bad hip. I don't know. I don't like it. Keep it on keep it on the football front here. Do not forget the pick'em. Uh, Victoria won. Victoria Drew's girlfriend. You rigged motherfucker. I'm just playing. There's no way of rigging this guy. <laughs> you can look you at all. You guys can watch shit. the standings and see yeah. what's going on. Five hundred and ten dollars, man. Uh, you know, so that pick'em was the was the record. Five hundred and ten. We hope and look to break it this week. We're we've just got our five hundredth follower on Facebook. We posted on Facebook and and Twitter, and you guys have been great about. You know, sending your money to Drew on time and getting your picks in, and everybody's winning money every week, and it, and it's a fun thing. And so it's uh, this is recorded on a Tuesday, but we're gonna post this up tomorrow on a Wednesday. So, but right now you can get your uh, you know, get that money over to Drew and, and get your picks in. I'm, I, the pot's probably around like a hundred right now, but there is a Thursday game this week, so deadline the, will be Thursday. The deadline will be Thursday. I think seven thirty is when Drew cuts it off there. So Thursday at seven thirty is the deadline. And uh, last thing on the sports front here. Here, man the biggest fight we haven't got to talk about Dude. ufc in a while uh the biggest fight of the year justin gagey and khabib bro Dude, that's like, gonna be fucking great and it's like two o'clock it's on a like Saturday. two o'clock that's in weird. the afternoon I, I you know that's the part i hate uh, you know we got uh some shit to do uh, on saturday night um and we were hoping to watch the fight and, and you know have some adult beverages that night i don't care man you know i'm gonna watch it it's gonna that that main card that main fight's gonna be about uh, four thirty, five o'clock. Um, but man, you got just two different people, man. Gagey's gonna want to sit there and brawl with him and knock his face off. And you know what Khabib is, man. I'm gonna take you down and I'm gonna pound you in- into misery. He just he makes people so miserable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, just, and what he can do. But I that is the fight of the year, and I'm looking forward to it. I it kind of like got lost in the shuffle of everything here a little bit. It seems like with all this football coming on and all this stuff. But man. I can't think of of a. I mean, God, that's just two bad motherfuckers, man. And I can't wait, man. They don't give awesome. a shit about anything. They'll say whatever the fuck they want. Khabib's yeah. corner will jump in the ring and fuck you up. I mean, it's <laughs> it's gonna be just ruthless, and it's it's it, it is weird that it's on two o'clock. Yeah. A, so you know we'll we'll get back to that and we'll hit on the on the end of that fight, um, you know, next week, but. I think that's it, man. Uh, I like I said, don't don't forget the pick'em. Um, uh, hey, did you mention how to win the fifty dollar gift certificate to either Roosters or Frickers? I did at the beginning, but uh, what I'm going to do is tomorrow uh, we're going to release this episode. Um, and you'll if you listen to the episode, you'll already know how to win. But at some point tomorrow, I'm going to post up a picture. Um, of how to win it's going to have all the steps that you need to take mm-hmm. to win but it's going to be share the post tag two of your friends and then tell us the winner of the Bengals browns game on sunday and the total points scored without going over so if you say browns are going to win total points is going to be 50 and you said browns total points is 50 you're going to win if there is a tie maybe we'll split it up i don't know but it's going to be guessing the winner correctly and telling me the number of points scored without going over for uh, going over and you have to comment on the original post because you're going to yeah. share it i'm yeah. going to share it other people might share it we need the comment on the original on the locker photo. room talk on the locker room talk post that'll be the first post and that's where you want to comment and if you if i share it and you comment on there you will not win it's too hard to try to track all these comments on all these shares so it's got to be on the original post so i can get on that post and see everybody's there um we'll close it at 
12.30 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. At that point, I will screenshot everybody's answers. That way you can't go edit it and at the excellent. end of the game. Yeah. Um, I will screenshot all that. I'll I'll chart it out, and whoever wins will tell us if they want to give card to Frickers or they want to give card to Roosters. We'll go pick it up, and we'll get it to and them. And, hey, we just wanted to say thank all of you, thank man. Thank you so Five, much. 500 likes on our Facebook page is great. We, You know, even though that's not even that big a number, it's a big number to us. We just appreciate, for two dudes, yeah. Yeah, we, we appreciate what you know what the Locker Room Talk Uncut has become. We appreciate all you guys listening, uh, whether you like our takes or don't like our takes, whether you're just in it for the pick em and, you know, you want to win money or you're just in it to – to fucking get the Frickers or Roosters gift card. Either way, we appreciate you. We appreciate the likes. It means a, a lot to us. You know, we just like talking sports. So don't forget about the pick em. Don't forget to lock in your picks for that Browns and Bengals game to get your $50 gift certificate to either Roosters or Frickers. And uh, and don't forget to just keep listening to these episodes while we talk our shit. And if you don't like our takes, there is an open invitation to come in and debate us. Or call, call in. Call. Call in. Come in whatever you want to do um we like i said man we're for the people by the people so we're going to give back for the 500 like milestone we're going to give back to one of our lucky listeners and or fans however you would call it so stay tuned for that we got a lot of cool stuff coming up today's episode was probably the best one we've ever done amazing so man your dad cool. was awesome man. Was, it was it was sweet having the former buckeye in to really talk about woody and you know because there's uh, especially some of the older Buckeye guys, man, who listen to this, they fucking love Woody Hayes. Yeah, he did. A, he did a great job. He, he did, wasn't even he in great. front of him. He like he didn't even act like he was in front of a microphone. It was yeah, just like he was talking to us. So he was talk. He was great. So uh, we appreciate everything. Tune in next week. Locker room talk uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.